digging in deeper to do my own work, to really reprogram my own self-limiting beliefs and my mindset around success and money was a total game changer for me. I'm Brian Kramer. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is making smaller shifts. It's the small shifts in our lives that can create epic outcomes. Your journey to be more deeply connected into the life you truly deserve starts right now. Welcome to Humanly Possible, a podcast focused on small shifts that can make epic differences in our lives and at work. I'll introduce our guest who is someone that I admire and have, am so honored to have on the show uh, we met a number of years back, finally in person, and just totally hit it off. Um, her name's Hillary, Hillary Silver. I'll talk about her just like she's not here, but she's here. And she's the founder and CEO of a personal growth and development company dedicated to helping women achieve profound well-being and empowering them with the identity, psychology, and mindset for extraordinary success. She's the creator of the Love Plus Be Loved and Extraordinary Women Rising programs and is one of the most sought after, acclaimed, and successful therapist coaches in the world. Hillary, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to talking. <laughs> so why don't we just dive in? I would love to know, what is a shift that you have made in your life, small, medium, or large, that made an epic difference? Hmm. Well, that's such a funny question because I always talk about shifts. And, you know... I don't think that mindset and identity is small by any means, but for me, I had done so much work on myself being in this field and in this industry that I had minimized that and its importance in my life. So even though I know it's a major thing for everyone, for me personally, this was my blind spot. I didn't think I had any more significant heavy lifting to do. Um, and so it, it, it wasn't a small shift necessarily, but when I approached it, it felt like, well, I don't need to do my own work. I've already done so much. So digging in deeper to do my own work, to really reprogram my own self-limiting beliefs and my mindset around success and money was a total game changer for me. Wow. Diving into that, I'd love to know what was the circumstance? like? What, what triggered in your mind to allow you to have that breakthrough? Yeah, that's... I think many times I had many moments where it was hitting me in the face. And the first couple of times I ignored it. And then I just couldn't ignore it anymore because I kept... I was try, try, trying to get my business to the next level. I was working and hustling and doing this thing and that thing, exhausting myself, running around in circles, this strategy, that strategy. Um, and... And I finally just stopped looking outside and at, at all the service level stuff. And I started to look at myself and like, why is this not happening for me? Because I do believe when things aren't going the way we want them to, it's us. And I realized I was blocking it because I, I was stuck in this scarcity mindset. I was, there was a lot of fear. And I think the biggest thing was I didn't know how to live that next level. I wasn't who I needed to be to get myself to that next level. So I had to 
learn to grow myself into the person capable of and believing that I was worthy of that next level success. Wow. Here you are, a therapist, coach, doing this, helping others. And, you know, we're always, it's always the cobbler's kids, right? Uh, we, <laughs> we, we need to be our own, our own, uh, I guess, students or, or clients. Um, you went through a period of time where you were looking at the sky going, what, what is not working? Um, and then things shifted for you. Like, I know it wasn't overnight, but it was a radical, a radical shift for where mm-hmm. you are now. Tell us about that process. Yeah. So, um, it was twofold. It was the external, which was I finally focused on what I was doing from a business perspective and I got more. Uh, I niched down even further and I got really exclusive about who I was going to work with so that I, my messaging wasn't c- confusing to people because I was running a program for women um, and it was about relationships, but it was like people were asking me, well, what if you're in a relationship or can it be if you're not in one? And and what if my spouse won't participate? So it was a lot of confusion around what I was doing, which was of course part of my own self-sabotage, but didn't know it. And then, um, and, you know, sticking to something and, and I actually burned all my boats, let go of my brick and mortar therapy practice that I'd had for 17 years and went all in so that there was no going back, which was also a mindset thing and getting over the fear. So it was external things, but then mostly the internal was, I just realized I thought I had arrived when I was running this successful practice. I was working two and a half days a week. I have two little kids. I've got a husband I'd been with for 17 years. I had everything I wanted. So why was this not happening? And it was because what I wanted now was more and I didn't know how to do the more. Does that make sense? So like I... I had everything I wanted and everything I've ever wanted, I've ever been, I've always been able to create for myself. So that's why it was such a blind spot for me. And I was like, why is this one thing eluding me? Mm. So um, it was really about what my, I realized I just was stopping myself with, um, you know, it's embarrassing to even talk about it because, but I'm going to, but it was like, I kept thinking, why is this happening for everyone else and not me? what is wrong with me that I can't get there, quote unquote, there to my destination? I must not have what it takes. There's something innately wrong with me that I can't do this. And when I heard myself saying those things, that was my cue to go in deeper. Mm -hmm. And then, then the belief became, if they can do it, I can do it. Right? That it switched. I did that. Yeah. Tell everybody where you're at now. What, what, what's come of all this? Well, oh my goodness. So lots. So I did close my practice four years ago for good, which was crazy because I never thought I would ever stop being a therapist. I love my work so much. And I even love my office so much, but it was exciting. And when I finally left it, I I never looked back. Um, I am now running exclusively, exclusively the Love and Beloved program, which is for highly accomplished professional women who are single and they just are not having the same kind of success in their love lives. There's a lot going on that's preventing love from happening for them. And it really is ultimately a self-love, self-acceptance and empowerment program so that women can show up confident and certain of their worth and their value and their ability to get into relationships. Um, and so it's a group program and it's a... Uh, 
I mean, in the last three years, we've brought in like three million plus in that time. Um, I've got a team of eight women who are working for me to make this all happen. And now I'm about to launch a new program, which is all of the mindset work in this program that everybody loves so much. I'm extracting that out and putting it into its own program for all women who want more health and wealth and success and abundance, not just women who want love. Wow. So you know what I love about that is the program is touching on something that obviously is so well needed in this world. And um, I'm wondering what, um, what is it about uh, this, these programs, these things, and especially mindset that, that dials in that can help somebody really shift their life? What is it about the program, like how I do it or what, what specifically? Well, yeah, what's the, what is the mindset shift? I mean, obviously without giving away the, the farm, but what's the, what is the shift that's needed to create a, a mindset shift? I think it's, well, we, if this program is invite only, everybody who's in there has to have a conversation with us. We want to make sure they're capable of doing the work. We really want our 99.9% success rate. So we're very careful about who we invite in. And what we're looking for in, in clients is the ability to be coachable, uh, meaning they're going to be a sponge. They're not going to resist it. If they do feel low-level resistance, they're going to lean into it and ask for help instead of just push it away, which is part of where I was, you know, back when I was struggling to, to reach my, it might reach my goals here. Um, and that they're committed and ready, that it's really, they're done with what they've been doing and they're ready for different. And so that's why they're successful. Um, now, what we do to get them there is a deep process. It's like a combination of the best of the therapy world and the best of the coaching world. There's multiple modalities in my program because I'm both. Um, so there's narrative therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, EMDR for trauma. Um, there's neuro reprogramming and cognitive tools and spiritual tools. It's a, it's a multiple modality and layered upon layered. It's a deep journey to let go of shame and all the pieces that have people feeling not worthy. It's they really re, what we're doing is we're helping them redefine their identity and learn to operate in the world in a new way, expect more from themselves of themselves for themselves. And then they get it. This podcast is brought to you by Penji. Penji is an unlimited graphic service that connects you with the top 2% of graphic designers in the world. Get the creative output of an internal design team without the overhead cost. Receive custom design projects from logos to flyers, from digital print, and even UI UX. I know because I've used them. They're perfect for, for graphic design service if you're the person that's either doing all the graphic design yourself or maybe you have an internal team that's just too busy and you need to outsource some of it. I've used them in creating our latest project, a 42-page ebook on productivity for coaches and consultants. It turned out fantastic. I've been very impressed with the overall communication and delivery. And what's great about Penji is that you're not just working with one designer's skill or style. Your team's skills can be treated like a design buffet. You can request a logo, custom illustrations, and even a website design all under one plan. This is because I need that level of flexibility and it's hard to find that by f hiring a freelancer online. And not to mention the longer you work with Penji, the more they learn about your style and the brands you work with. 
Because you're a listener of Humanly Possible, the podcast, you get 15% off your first month. The process is simple. Before you sign up, enter the code H2H15. That's H number 2H15. And once you're in, submit your brief for the first project. I recommend submitting clear details so your brief is totally understandable and add visual examples so the team can see your style and knows exactly what you're looking for. Need a few edits? You can make revisions directly on the platform. Projects are always delivered in under 48 hours. And overall, I was super impressed with the process that it ended up giving me more time throughout my day. I felt confident that Penji was going to get it right and I didn't have to micromanage. So head over to penji.co and use the code H2H15 today for a better way to outsource your graphic design. Again, that's penji.co and use the code H2H15. Where does that identity come from as it's built over time? Is it is it just something that we do as humans that's natural to building this layer up, or is it um, is it like it sounds common? How does this how does that work? I mean, I think this is a whole new way of thinking about identity. You know, most of us think about identity theft, and that it's your social security number or your FICO score or you know, your fingerprint or whatever, but really identity is what we think of ourselves, our self-concept, what we talk, how we talk to ourselves, what we believe is possible for us. So it's a combination of your beliefs and your mindset and your habits. And that's, that starts really young when, when we are learning who we are, what's expected of us. So implicit messages from our childhood, um, both parents and grandparents or the environment we're growing up in and explicit messages. So, so meaning implicit messages are those that are implied and, and explicit are literally they've been said to you. Um, like we don't do those things or, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's, it, it forms our psychology. But if we're not choosing our identity, it's been chosen for us or we chose it when we were young before we knew better. And so we really help women pause and and reclaim what that is for themselves. And I know that you're, um, while you're focused in, in, um, on women, is this the same for men? Absolutely. Absolutely. Part of my secret to success was honing in and not helping everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know men need this just as much as women do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would imagine that the, and, and it's, it's interesting that you're talking about this because for me, it was like a shedding. Um, well, it was a shedding of weight, but also a shedding of what you're talking about of, of a mental mindset in order to actually shed the weight, mm-hmm. um, that I took off is it, it, it feels cathartic, um, as it's coming off, but the, to get there is the hard part, yeah, like to make is. the decision to do it. And to live the life as this new Brian who doesn't ever do those things anymore. So mm. part of my my practice when I was a therapist, I had a nine-year relationship with one of the top bariatric surgeons in Denver, and I did all his psyche valves. So women and men both would say, gosh, I lost 100 pounds, but I still walk in the room and feel like the fat girl in the room. And those that That's identity. So you have to change the inner world for the outer results to stay and to to be sustainable. You have to think about yourself in a new way. The 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 Brian that was sixty pounds overweight 
his whole life or for however long is not the same Brian that you are now. Mm. And you can't go back to that old Brian. You can't. Mm-hmm. Not if you want to stay trim and fit and healthy and, and, and keep going down this path. So that's and, that identity change. And that is exactly where I'm going and I will never go back. I can, yeah. I can totally get that. Um, let's, let's leave this with um, this one last question of what, what's next for you? How, how, what's the next shift that you would like to make? I'm always working on myself and and my big lesson was that I'm never done, right? That's what I learned. So um the the Hillary that got that allowed me to have that successful therapy practice, work two and a half days a week, making six figures, was not the same Hillary that got me here. And I cannot be the same Hillary that's going to get me to eight figures. So I'm just continuing to grow my identity, to push the the limits of what I think is possible for me um, and how I see myself, how I can conduct myself, how I operate in my life, um, continuing to all these different parts of my identity that like being a mom and a wife and, and as well as a CEO and managing all of that at once, how I'm going to do that. So for me, it's my whole thing is you have to be who you need to be to get what it is that you want. It's not what you're doing, it's who you're being. And so I'm just watching that all the time. And I have people in my life who are challenging me to get there. So I think it's important. We can't just invest in our businesses. We have to invest in ourselves, right? It's not the same thing. I'm so happy that you are in my life and our lives and show up this way in the world. And thank you so much for being on the show and giving everybody a taste of what um, and who Hillary is. And <laughs> I can't wait to watch all of these things come come uh, to you. You deserve them all and more. Oh, thank you. Thanks for giving me the chance to share my story. You got it. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you love this episode, please subscribe. We love having subscribers just like you. Download a few more episodes. And if you feel moved, we would so appreciate a review. I'd love to also hear your key takeaway. What impacted you from this episode? You can tweet me your answer and reach out on Twitter at Brian Kramer. That's Brian with a Y, Kramer with a K. And definitely be sure to join us in our Facebook group. We have just under 3,000 humans just like you and me looking to connect even more imperfectly. Until next time.